category is mental health. Category is it takes a village. Category is motherfucking stories over stigma. everybody um welcome back to the show um steven's getting ready to abandon me because he's on a phone call (laughs) so i'm gonna be in the intro by myself this week um we have a couple people joining us this week um i don't know who's going to show up and who's not going to show up so it'll be an exciting time to figure out who comes and who doesn't Um, but to start with, I think last week we were trying to, um, talk about what had been going on with me and my medication issues. And then we had that call or call in and all that drama. But, um, so everybody knows that I was, I was on Latuda. They took me off Latuda and they put me on Lamictal. And then we tried to start treating the ADHD and that was going fine, but then um, then all of a sudden it wasn't going fine any longer. And so we, you know, I, I wasn't sleeping. I was really agitated with everybody. Everything was very overwhelming. Um, noises were a big deal. Um, I don't know. I mean, people with ADHD will understand, um, you know, how you can, the level of noise is just sometimes way too much. Um, and so like I would sit in the house and I would be quiet cause I work from home and I would be silent and then everybody would come home and like the level of noise in the house would just increase with every person who came home. And so I couldn't handle that. It was felt like fingers on a chalkboard. So to me, and I wasn't able to focus very well. So to me, it seemed like ADHD medicine wasn't working. Um, so I called my doctor, told him that I wasn't sleeping, told him that it wasn't working. Um, and then I wanted to get back on a different medication that I had been on before, which was the Lexapro. He told me that Lexapro is actually used to treat, um, depression. I, was always under the assumption that it was an anxiety medication. So um, we're trying a new one, not Lexapro, because he's not really comfortable with um, SSRIs. I mean, I know a lot of people don't like SSRIs. I know a lot of doctors don't like prescribing them. Um, So we're going to try a different medication. It seems to be working. It took the majority of the week, but I am finally back to sleeping again and I can sleep through the night and I'm not waking up in the middle of the night. Um, So that's helpful. Um, So I think we got it fixed. Um, We'll see. It's only been two days that I have felt better. So we'll see about that. Um, We'll see what else is going on. Um, not much else is really going on. 
Um, I have a couple projects in the work, but I can't talk about them until I get um, confirmation that they're going to actually happen. Um, the kids are good. Steven is good. Um, I do have a funny critter story, and I know we don't always talk about critters on here, but um, we have our rabbit, Abby, and um, since it's been nice, I mean, at least where we are, it's gotten up into like 60 degrees, we put her outside so she could play in the yard, and she loves harassing the chickens and everything, so um, she was harassing the chickens all day, and then we went to put them back to bed and chickens typically go to bed by themselves. So we went to put them back to bed and the chickens were not in bed. And it was really weird. We couldn't figure out why they weren't in bed, but then we couldn't find the stupid rabbit. And turns out she was in the chicken coop. So she was in the chicken coop and none of the chickens wanted to go to bed because they were scared of the rabbit in the chicken coop. So we had to catch the rabbit. We had to get her out of the coop. And then like the chickens were, terrified to go in the cage like they were sneaking I don't know how else to describe it. they were like sneaking up to the chicken coop because they thought something was gonna jump the rabbit was gonna jump out and get them so it took a lot of work to try and get scared chickens to bed that was pretty funny I'm back I'm sorry I had to take a phone call I told them we don't know who's going to show up if anybody so yeah it's it's an interesting <laughs> it's a, a very interesting week um, in terms of just us being able to schedule people, also have people, um, you know, <laughs> the best laid plans. But, you know, a shout out to Will Braid out in Tasmania. Oh, yeah. Um, his book is doing really well. It's selling off the shelves. And, you know, and the good thing about it, though. Mm -mm, mm -mm. Flying off the shelves, not selling off the shelves. Well, all right. Flying off. The, okay. Is there really a difference? It is. Words matter. <laughs> Words matter. They're uh, they're flying off the shelves, and I'm really proud of him. He's uh, up for an award, um, you know, out there. And, uh, you know, congratulations, Will. We're very proud of you here. And hopefully we could get to Tasmania one day. It's funny because ever since you did that show, like, uh, you know, Australia was always like fourth on the list of listeners. And all of a sudden it's gone up above like now the United Kingdom. And like, it's not like it's been a drop off in the United Kingdom. It's just that there's just more people in Australia and or Tasmania who are, who are listening to the show. So uh, we really appreciate all of you who decide to, you know, join us every week. Um, so you were catching up everyone up on the whole bunny situation and the farm animals. Yeah. Yeah, well, it's official. I'm a Maryland driver now. Oh yeah, he got his license. And all right, so I've and all, he had to register to vote. I've always had my license, but I had a DC license. I, didn't, I don't think anybody assumed that you didn't have your license. I don't know, man. Out here in this world, you just never know. <laughs> there be some. I don't think anyone assumed that you didn't have your license. You never, you you just, you, you, you never know. So did you, I wasn't here, I was offline, but did you talk about some of your things that you've been up to that you could talk about at this point? I can't talk about any of it. Yeah. I told them that I have projects in the work, but like, I can't talk about any of them. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. She has some really neat stuff going on, but, but yet still you guys are getting ready to go back to work in your day job. Oh, that's right. So, um, the office of personnel management 
has decided, well, yeah, the Office of Personnel Management has decided that we are good to go back to the office. And the Attorney General has um, said that we are good to go to the office. So I will no longer be working from home all the time. Um, but it's not going to be that bad. I mean, what, like two days a week? Two days a week isn't yeah, bad. You guys have worked out a, a system, you know. Yeah, that two days a week for... is not bad. No, no. I mean, it's it, it's not bad at all. I mean, you know, I, I think it's really good for you to actually be around people. I'm not going to be around people, though. Like, it's going to be me in the office. Because Pat won't be there and... The rest of the people. The won't rest be there. of the people won't be there. Yeah, but I'm. And I, even I, if the lawyers are there, they're on the opposite side. There's like a hallway and three closed doors between us. I know, but at least you'll walk in a building where there's people. You'll be downtown where there's people. You... I will see security guards as I scan my badge. That's about it. That's better than what you see now, because all you see now are animals and the occasional walker through the neighborhood. <laughs> That's true. That's true. So that is that is a very true statement. You can't have that there because it's interrupting. It's I'm interfering. going to put it there. No, it's, it's interfering with the machine. No, that was only when I had the music on. See, what? it's not doing it. Calm down. So, did you catch everyone? So did you, controlling. Did you catch? <laughs> see, it's doing it again. Well, it doesn't ever do that. I'm trying to charge it. No, you got to move it. You have to just move that over. That's all. I don't want to move stuff. And then that needs to go over there too. Yeah. I'm not trying to be controlling. I mean, this is very expensive equipment. Like, I'm sorry. It's not like I'm trying to keep you from your bank account or something. Well, um, anyway. He won't let me put my beer too close to the microphone. <laughs> You've got an evil man, you. <laughs> <laughs> um, so you had a little interaction with your brother, I think everyone should know about. Jesus. You don't want to talk about it? You don't have to. I don't know if he wants me to talk about it. So he got home from the hospital and all was well, but about three days into it, they were up to their old tricks because you can only keep undiagnosed bipolar together for so long. Um, about the third day, third or, third or fourth day, mm -hmm. third or fourth day he was home. Um, him and his wife got into a fight. Mm. It was over something. She wasn't doing something the proper way. Mm. So he was going to get up and do it himself. I, I don't mm. know. Um, he's pretty. He was pretty upset. Yeah. They got into this whole big fight. And um, his wife texted my father. And he, you know, my dad was like, well, we'll get the house. Get out of the house. You know, get the kids and just get out of the house. And um, she did. And when they got back, Carl decided he was going to leave. Um, and so he put himself in his wheelchair and rolled himself out the door. And he, he, he was going to go. He's leaving. God bless him. Where was he going? That's uh, where I'm trying to figure out still. To, to, I don't want to say it, but to, yeah, to your family member's to house. To Ann's house. Yeah, to a family member's house. And, it, it's and a, he didn't know where she lived. Yeah. He has no idea where she lives, but he was going to figure it out with a broken hip and a leg that can't be moved and broken feet. And he was, he was leaving. So 
I um everybody was just talking by text message and it was really pissing me off. So I called his wife and she didn't answer. So then I called her son and I asked him, I was like, you know, where's your mom? And he said, well, she's inside. And I said, okay, where, where's Carl? Well, he's inside too. I said, okay. So he came back home and he was like, yeah, we got him back home. I said, okay, where are you? And he goes, I'm hiding in the backyard. Um, so he was in the backyard trying to remove himself from the situation. Um, his baby sister was downstairs playing video games with headphones on. So she was removed somewhat from the situation. So then I called his wife again and she was talking to me and I was trying to tell her, you know, ways to get him to calm down and to get her to calm down. And if he leaves again, call the police because he's going to hurt himself. And then here he comes. He just starts yelling, who are you on the phone with? And why are you whispering like I can't hear you? And she said, I'm on the phone with your sister. And then she gave him the phone and I did not want to talk to him. Um, so he was being belligerent and being nasty and wouldn't let me talk. And so I told him, I was like, listen, I don't have to put up with your abuse. Like I can hang up on you. Mm -hmm. I, I don't have to sit here and take this anymore. Mm -hmm. And so he was like, well, here, you take the phone. Cause she doesn't want to deal with me like the rest of you. And then he threw the phone. Mm, that's how I know he said he wasn't feeling well. So after he threw the phone, the phone cut off with him yelling at his wife and I called the police. I called the police and I had them do a well check. Um, I told them, you know, he's under, you know, he's, he's untreated. Um, he's having a mental health crisis. Like he's broken. He can't go anywhere. Like, you know, cause they were asking, is there a car that he can leave in? I was like, he has a broken hip and a leg. He's not going anywhere. Like right. he's just at the house being angry. Right. So, I knew one of two things was going to happen. Either the police were going to go over there and they were going to ignore them. Or, well, I guess a couple things could have happened. The police would go over there, Carl would get in trouble. But they're not going to take Carl to jail broken. They would take him to the hospital. Um, that was the least likely right. scenario. Um, but I did know through past experiences with my brother and his ex-women that when the police get Carl, Carl straightens up real quick. And he pulls himself together. Um, so I called the police and he straightened up real quick and he pulled himself together and they got through the night and they all went to bed. I am now the boogeyman. Um, he's kind of not talking to me right now um, because I called the cops on him is what he says I did. That's his term is I called, I called, you the, called cops the popo. <laughs> How dare you call the popos on me? And then, you know, Sorry. my parents were like, you called the police. And I was like, yep, I'll do it again. I do not care. And y'all sat there and y'all didn't do it. And everybody was just wringing their hands. Oh, we don't know what to do. So I did something. And now I'm the bad guy. So, you know, and like I told her, I said, you know, it's never easy being the person that has to be the grown up in the room, right? Making the big decisions. You're usually the most hated. You know, you're the most hated person when you tell people, no, they can't spend money in your family. You know, the kids throw a hissy fit. 
uh, you're the most hated person when you tell people like things they don't want to hear, like you're triggering or you're toxic because they don't think that they are. Well, the same thing happens when someone has mental illness and they're not treated when they absolutely learn that they are not treated and they have mental illness and that it, it is totally unacceptable for you to abuse anyone um, in your company, then they're angry about that too. So, I mean, it's, look, it's never easy. You know, I had to make a call about whether or not I was going to take my wife to the hospital or not, and I chose not to that time. Couple times. But, you know, I don't, you know, it's, it's all, it is all, I don't know. It's, it's a crapshoot, you know, like it's, it's better to be safe than sorry. I don't know if it's a crapshoot, but it's better to be safe than sorry. And in his case, I didn't want him. I'm, I agreed with Rebecca. I did not want her brother hurting his wife, hurting his stepchildren, you know, or himself, because at that point, he was in a different level of reality, you know? And um, so. To his benefit, like, in general, he's not a violent person. In general. He's he's a caring person. Um, when he is in an episode, he can be violent. And the problem with that is that he's also very strong. Um, and even I know that you know, when I get into an episode, like you're twice as strong. Yeah. Like you're already strong, but now you're twice as strong because you have all this adrenaline and all this, you know, angst and everything else. And so you kind of forget to hold back or be careful and you know, you're hurt. So you want to make something else hurt just as bad as you do. And you know, you kind of lose control. So yeah, that was my biggest fear was, he was kind of out of control. It was his first episode since being in the car accident. So there was a lot of pent up, you know, anxiety and fear and worry and all that inside of him, which is probably why, you know, he had an episode. It was too much to hold in and he had to let it out. So he did. Um, but yeah, I, I called the police for a well check. I'll do it again. I mean, it's, all it does is stop them from telling me when he's having episodes. So I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. I mean, it's good for, for my brain because I don't need the drama. Um, I'll say. It's bad because nobody else is going to intercede. Right. I, and I think that's the troubling part. I think that the, the, most, the most troubling part in this case is that, you know, you had to make that decision. I mean, especially because of what you've just gone through over the last year, two years, three years, you know, you've had it tough and you know, it's, you cannot be anyone's emotional rock right now. Like you just can't this, you're barely, you know, you're, you're there, right. You're, you're good enough to get going mm -hmm. and get enough to, to, to make it, but you're not good enough to hold someone else. Mm -hmm. You know, that's a whole nother level of energy and, and stuff that you just, you're not there yet. So, and everyone has to be okay with you not being there yet. They're not. And it's hard. No, it's hard. It's hard. I live with you. It's hard. It's hard seeing you go through this. It's hard being on the end of it. It's hard. Yeah, Some but also, 
to their defense, like most people who have mental illnesses, um, I'm really good at telling people I'm fine. Well, yeah, I mean, you have So a- they don't, I mean, unless you live with me, you don't see all of the back and forth and up and down and everything else because I'm fine. And that's why now you have to have a mood journal because your therapist. No, she only made me do that for a week. Oh, well, I don't understand that because you need to do it more often, I guess. I mean, I hated it. I know you do. Well, I mean, I hated it on a couple levels. I hated it because I hated doing it and I hated it because it was one more damn thing to remember. That sucks. Yeah. And then like I would forget for three days and then it's like, oh, God, now I have to go back three days and figure out how I felt three days ago. And it's like, I don't even know what I ate three days ago. So that's what I wondered about, like this whole mood journals, like you actually being able to like keep up with it. So. Yeah, no, it was hard to keep up with. So I don't want to I don't want to do that. Right. I don't want to do that at all. Right. So, yeah. Yeah, it's been, it's been, it's, it, it's, it's been crazy. It's been a, oh, it gets better. So the day after I called the police on my brother, I was talking to my mother and, you know, I was trying to give her like the cold, hard truth. And I was like, you know, bipolar doesn't do well with age. You know, if it's unmedicated, it gets worse with age. Um, I have a song. So, um, well, what is it? If you're unmedicated it it gets worse with age and you know we're more apt i don't know if apt is the right word but um this one you're more prone to get alzheimer's or dementia if you have um i'm especially if you have bipolar i'm not sure with any of the other ones i've read the research on bipolar so i told her that and she got upset and she was like well aren't you full of good news Mm -hmm. and then i was told that they were going to have me or they were thinking about having me run an intervention for my brother and his mental health yeah, and, and that's that's exactly, yeah, no. Which I've never ran an intervention before. I don't, I don't think I'm qualified to run an intervention. No, I, it, well, it, you, you know what it'll be. It'll be a complete disorganized poop show. That's exactly what it would be. Everyone will just be there yelling at each other. Yeah, that's all and, it's going to turn into. It's going to turn into yelling. Yeah. That's all it will be. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's just it's just what it is. You know? So, yeah. That was fun. That was real fun. Um, But other than that, I mean, we've had stuff going on with the kids, but Sebastian doesn't really like when we talk about him on here. Um, He's asked us not to, so we won't go in with that. Well, I mean, the biggest question is, is, you know, what happened when you went to your therapist? You want to share what happened in terms of the conversation that you had about this whole intervention? No. Okay. She said not to do it. Not to talk about it? No, she said don't do it. Oh. Uh, <laughs> she said that's a bad idea. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I happen to concur. I think in this case, you know, I don't think, you know, I don't think you being out there, you have to be willing to take shots, you know? It's like dealing with someone who's an addict, you know? it's You have to be willing to take the hits and take the shots. I mean, I, I am willing to do that. I'm not willing to recover from it. Well, that's when I say willing, able. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe that's better to I you got to be am, willing I'm and willing, able. I'm I'm always willing to help Carl. Like I will always help Carl and I tell him that constantly. Um the no. problem is is getting over the abuse from Carl. Right. That's the problem. That's 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 not an easy task. No. At no, all. it's not. So I am trying to see if somebody emailed us and uh and I don't know the password. You don't know your email password? No, this is for this account. Let me see. Your phone knows the password. Oh it does. <laughs> oh it did. Let's see. No. Nope, That's there. creepy. Our phones know our passwords and we don't You know, know I'm never password. surprised when we're ghosted by people, but you know, especially in this case, you know, they, unfortunately they're dealing with a lot, but you know, just say, hey, I'm not up for it. I mean, we're very easygoing and genteel people. <laughs> I mean, for the most part. Like, we weren't going to yell at her. Or him, or whoever it is. Yeah, I don't know. It's okay. We haven't had a show with just us for a while. Yeah, that's true. We haven't done one with just us. No, that's true. That's true. I haven't had any really... Um... Yeah, what's going on with you? I don't know. This is another day in the neighborhood for me. Um, so every time Steven meets somebody new at work, they like talk to him about the podcast and that freaks me out. Yeah. I mean, I've had a couple like high level meetings with some really cool people and they were like, and they were all saying, Oh, so one other thing I want to talk about is not work related. Uh, your wife's podcast. And they're like, my so-and-so has bipolar or, you know, it's, you know, I'm very excited about, you know, the show that we're doing and, and just sort of like the impact that we're making, um, you know, in the community, uh, you know, it's, it's really cool. Uh, and, uh, and it's, so it's nice to be out with some really cool people and meeting and talking and, and getting to know them. And, uh, and, um, and they're like, yeah, you know, I've listened to your, your, your wife's podcast. That's pretty cool. And uh, just, you know, being able to to share that information. Is this her? I don't know. I just text her. Um, or is that, well, I don't know if it's Amy. Yeah, it's, it freaks me out because, like, I'm, I'm fine with the mental health community knowing about me and knowing mm -hmm. about the podcast and knowing about my issues and all that i'm not okay with other people knowing Which because because in my mind at some point there's going to be a function and i'm going to meet these people and like they're gonna be like oh that's the crazy girl oh no 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 you're you're treated you're doing your you know it's no 
I understand there's a lot of fear there, but you know, we put the show on every platform there is. It's out, it's global, it's heard in 76 countries. Of course, people are going to hear about it. And- I'm fine with 76 countries knowing, but why does my state have to know? <laughs> Can we just exclude it? You can't shine light and just have the light sh- illuminate the ceiling. You illuminate the entire room. It doesn't make any sense. Oh, it if makes- I used a flashlight, I could shine on the ceiling. Yeah, and it would illuminate the entire room. No, not if it was like a laser pointer. <laughs> I didn't say laser pointer. I said pointer. laser pointer. I said, uh, I said. <laughs> I bet you there's a way. I bet I you there's a way to release it everywhere but here. Yeah, everywhere but here. So. Oh, so you want us to pull it off of all of the American platforms and just no, 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 no. America platform. is fine. Uh, My state is not. I'm not quite aware how you would you would have a show and not have your home state listen to it. Now, the only way that could work is if we packed our bags and moved. But then I wouldn't want that state to listen to it. But that state wouldn't. The thing is, is that it would still be the state. Well, you're right. Because if you change your location, someone would probably, yeah. So, yeah. I don't know. You can't run from it. Don't. Just embrace it. I don't want to. Just just embrace it. Yeah. So, that freaks me out. He was like, oh, so-and-so heard her show. <laughs> I'm like, why is so-and-so listening to crazy talk like i don't understand it's not crazy talk what's crazy is is that you wanted to do a show and not expect people to listen to it no (laughs) i wanted the mental health community to listen to it you're not listening to me i wanted the mental health community to listen to it not the wider community look when you bake me a cake do you think i'm the only one that's gonna eat it Typically, you are, yes. No, the kids eat it. Family members eat it. Everyone loves cake. Yeah, but you like to share your cake because you don't want to eat it all because you're trying to lose weight. That's a bad analogy. No, please. It's a bad one. Pick a different one. It's bad. (laughs) All right, so we ordered chicken. I don't know. I don't know, but you get the point. The point, point. the point is, is that you can't create something that is meant for one group and talk about issues that impact almost everyone in the world and not expect them to listen. Other than if it was like some, you know, some pretentious person, you know, you know, Lord Sagamore Buford. It's quite the name. Yeah. Maybe Lord Sagamore Buford wouldn't listen to the show. But that doesn't mean that the show is not relevant even to Lord Sagamore Buford. Mm. I don't know about that. <laughs> I don't know about that at all. Yeah. So anyway, we wanted to just come and give you guys like sort of a heads up this week. You know, it probably is a short show. Um, we certainly, it's really bizarre. Like none of our guests showed up this week. Um. Let's see. Maybe we'll take questions. We are now texting someone who is joining us for the live audience or sending them a message. 
Oh, oh, could this be the guest? Maybe. We'll see. But wouldn't the person have said something? You don't know. She's not, she hasn't read my text. That's why I thought I would. Don't invite because. No, I'm just looking. I'm oh, like... that's probably not them because they already have 18 followers. Oh, that's true. Yeah, that's not, that's not her. This could probably be that person that uh, bombed us last week. Or no, actually just someone who may want to listen. Yeah, I am. Um... I wonder if that's Joelle. Joelle would have texted. That's true. Let me see. Or she would have typed in the chat. I told them a little bit about what happened to that. Yeah, so apparently you can like request to be a caller. And Stephen got very excited because this person requested to be a caller. And we were like, oh, we've never had a caller before. Um, they'll so hear it. They'll hear it. Now it would be last Sunday. This they've yeah. already heard it. So last Sunday. Yeah. Um, and the problem with that is that like he kept trying to talk and he was apparently in the car with headphones on. So it was like really noisy. And so he kept unmuting himself. And so like we would mute him because it was way too noisy and then he would unmute himself. And so we went back and forth with that. And finally we just kicked him out. And, and then he told us to eat phalluses. So we're not going to take Collins anymore. Well, you can't say that. You just, you know, you mm. got to screen them. If they jerks, then you kick them out. That's, that's, that's that simple. Yeah. You know, you can't prevent, you can't prevent everything from happening. You can try. Uh, well, you know, that's a lot of work. I don't think I could spend my time worrying about that, but you know, but anyway, yeah, no, I mean, ultimately everything is good. Um, I can't complain. Like I now have a driver's license in the state of Maryland. I was a Washingtonian. And he's registered to vote. Yes, I did register to vote. Yeah, that's the only reason he got his driver's license was to register to vote. <laughs> like, he if if it didn't have anything to do with voting, he'd still be driving around on his D.C. driver's license until that thing expired. Well, I mean, the thing is, is that seriously, I probably could have gone back and, and voted in D.C. But I think at this point it would be wrong because... My family sold all the properties in D.C., so it's not like us. Yeah, we have no connection to There's it. There's no connection to it, unfortunately, other than history and people that I've known in my entire life or since I was a little boy. And you don't even work in D.C., so, like, the politics don't even affect you. Well, that's not that's not true. It affects everyone because that's federal politics. Oh, you mean the like, local politics? Oh, the local. Well, I'm, well, I'm talking about local and federal Oh, members. sorry. I was talking about local. Um. Yeah, so, yeah, I mean, yeah, the lo locally, it doesn't impact me anymore, no. I mean, other than the fact that I really want to see them get statehood, I really do. I do agree with that. And um, so, you know. Your children's children are still going to be wanting statehood. Yeah, I know. Yeah, it'll be a long time. So, anyway, but because Maryland doesn't have open primaries anyway, I won't really i mean who am i voting for you can't right i gotta wait to general election because so. you didn't pick a party no you know i think that's rude i think that's rude you know that's kind of like you know that's that's way too mafia for me like well, oh, go you... call the legislator let them know you know what i probably will she didn't like me the head of the democrats in the state of maryland she didn't accept my uh 
She didn't accept my uh, LinkedIn uh, anyway, but probably she wouldn't really have anything to say about it. I mean, she would. She has influence, but she didn't accept my friend request on LinkedIn. So there you go. I'm not voting for you. <laughs> you're uh, not my friend. You're not my friend. I'm and, voting uh, for you. No, but I, I think I'm all about open primaries. I mean, why not? No, why not? So anyway. Um, anyway, so that's done. Um, let's see. Um, I, I, I really can't think of anything else that's really crazy going on in my life. That's, you know, that's worth talking about in this format. So yeah, for once it's kind of quiet. It is. It is kind of quiet. And that's what, I mean, yeah, this is like the, first of all, this would be one of the shortest shows since our first season. The calm before the storm. Well, yeah, because like coming up and in a few weeks, we'll have the the uh, law enforcement show mm-hmm. and some other shows. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I was hoping that Amy D would come so that we can introduce her. She's busy. Yeah. I don't know. You know, that's funny because she she's a sp- big, fancy college professor. She that's busy. true. She's probably teaching. She's grading papers, grading papers and drinking. She's busy. Mm, she's gonna she she see she's gonna miss this party that we have going on over here. Yeah. Um. But anyway. Uh, All right. Well, should we do song of the week? Yeah, let's do song of the week. We won't hold everyone long, but thank you again for listening. And I believe next week will be well. This this week's show. Well, by the time this show airs, um, you would have heard last week's show, which was pretty, which was pretty interesting. So. Um, oh, there is one thing I can talk about. What's that? Um, I'm going to be on the Inspired Women's podcast. Oh, again. yeah. Megan. Megan so, Hall. So um, I'm going to be on Megan Hall's. Um, what is that? That's in two weeks. I'm going to be on Megan Hall's uh, podcast, the Inspired Women's podcast. Um, I'm going on there to talk about... Um, obsessive compulsive disorder she hasn't had anybody on that has talked about it before so i will be on that but that's in two weeks yeah and i don't know when it will be released like i don't know if it's released the same day or not but we'll keep you guys updated um she has a really awesome podcast so you guys should definitely go check that out but we'll keep you updated and let you know when it's going to um be posted and make sure you visit and uh to uh visit uh bipolar girl dot bipolar girl podcast.com and uh and there you'll see some helpful resources that you can connect with books to to purchase from guests we've had on the show and then you can connect with uh all of our various locations there's links at the top and also social media locations so um and when i say locations locations where you can hear the show and uh, so make sure you do that. Uh, we would love hearing from you guys. Make sure you drop a comment on Apple or wherever. Tell the world about the show. Uh, and, um, and, you know, we what? read them all. When you guys send us stuff, we do read it. We do. We do read it. Um, a, a person sent us um, a couple of cute little, like, they were almost like Reader Digest love stories. Oh, yeah. Yeah. They were very cute. I appreciated them. Yeah. 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 So anyway, so have a great week, everyone, and thank you for listening, and uh, we're hanging in there, and I hope you too uh, do too as well, and, um, and and if you don't have a care team, I hope there's enough community there to build one, 
and I'm sure there is. So keep your head up and remember there's always a new day. Uh, oh, honey, to, to lead everybody up, tell everyone what this. What's Numb this? little bug. This is interesting. I don't feel a single thing. Have the pills done too much. Haven't caught up with my friends in weeks And now we're out of touch I've been driving in LA And the world, it feels too big Like a floating ball that's bound to break Snap my psyche like a twig And I just wanna see If you feel the same as me Do you ever get a little bit tired of life? Like you're not really happy but you don't wanna die Like you're hanging by a thread but you gotta survive Like your body's in the room, but you're not really there Like you have empathy inside, but you don't really care Like you're fresh out of love, but it's been in the air I'm a past repair A little bit tired of trying to care when I don't A little bit tired of quick repairs to cold A little bit tired of sinking this water in my pulse I'm barely breathing, trying to stay afloat so I got these Thank you for listening to another week of Bipolar Girl. In the words of Grammy Award-winning artist from Africa, Amo Sangari, who I absolutely love, Confico, the uncertainty of things. You know, living with a mental illness or living with someone with a mental illness can be uncertain at times. But that's why we do this show. We do this show to create community and a place where you can express yourself and get knowledge. Right, honey? Yeah, I mean, that's the whole reason we have the show, right? Though, again, things might be uncertain, you can be certain that we're here for you. Godspeed, and have a great week. I tell one in